Hey, welcome to the Life Edit, bringing order to your everyday chaos. I'm Tabitha Perry, former social worker and now life coach that breaks big problems down into simple, actionable steps so you become more intentional and productive in life. Let's get started. Hello. I hope that you're having an amazing day and thank you so much for listening to my podcast. It makes my heart so happy when I run into people and they say, hey, I listened to your podcast and it was really inspiring. So thank you again for taking the time because I know that there's a lot of voices out there, a lot of opinions out there, and you are choosing right now to listen to this. So um, I wanted to share, there's been this theme that's been coming up in my life a lot and I've learned (laughs) that when there's a theme that comes up consistently, that I probably should evaluate my life and figure out what God's trying to say because he's given me subtle hints and I like to learn from those subtle hints before it is like big and loud and in my face and big consequences. So this idea of self-trust has been coming up a lot and I can't help but think about, um, <laughs> there's been times in my life where I have had more self-trust, right? Where I was consistently uh, training for a marathon, like Every day I was doing something and I was regimented with what I was eating and what I was doing. Um, And then there's been times when I haven't had as much self-trust and I didn't follow through with what I say I was going to do. And honestly, the thing that comes to mind the most is in the past when I had broken up with boyfriends, I would call them again. And I just like couldn't leave it alone. And I didn't trust myself enough to just like break up with them and have it be a clean break and not call back and produce drama. So I've been married for 11 years. Um, It's been a long time since I've had that. But that comes to mind when I think about not having a lot of self-trust because I didn't trust myself. Now, I find myself getting in my own way a lot when it comes to building self-trust. You know, again, we all go through seasons of life where we have more and sometimes we have less. And self-trust is deeper than doing what you say that you're going to do. And that's kind of how I've always um like said it and like defined it in my own brain. But when I was doing some research on this topic, because again, God was like making it very evident that I was needing to look more into what self-trust is, I realized that um, we live in a fallen world. And if the only measurement of self-trust is always doing everything that we planned and everything that we say that we're going to do, um, it will lead to disappointment, frustration, and self-defeat. And that is um, a place that I've lived at a, a lot in my life, honestly, um, because I really want to do what I say I'm going to do, but life happens, right? And kids and husbands and moving and all of the things. So I want to share with you this amazing definition of self-trust that I read in an article, and I'll make sure to put the link to this article in the show notes because it is so, it was just so interesting and very impactful for me to read. So it is self-trust is not trusting yourself to know all the answers, nor is it believing that you will always do the right things. It's having the conviction that you will be kind and respectful to yourself regardless of the outcome of your efforts. Okay, I'm going to like repeat that. Being kind and respectful to yourself regardless of the outcome of your efforts. 
People that are grounded in self-trust have clarity and confidence in their choices. Man, I I like that. Like I want to put on clarity and confidence um, as something that I live out daily, right? Um, and I found that people that have really high self-trust is they remain curious about themselves and others, so they learn from their experiences, the good and the bad, the successes and the failures. Those who trust themselves are refreshing because they are interdependent, which is having a healthy dependency on people, places, and things. They're not that needy friend that can't make a decision without input or the like emotionally unavailable friend that's so independent that you don't know anything about what's going on in their life, right? It's interdependent. It's like that really sweet spot between being super codependent and super independent. Trusting yourself is is having the confidence that you've got what it takes to figure life out, whether it goes the way you want it to go, right? I used to think that building self-trust, again, was all about following through with what I had planned, and that's still partially true. But the other aspect is being kind and non-judgmental with myself and accepting myself for who I am and being kind with what I'm able to handle in the current season I'm in. And the same goes for you. To build self-trust, you need to extend grace and kindness to yourself. What's interesting is that self-trust happens internally as well as externally. So internally, it looks like being aware of your thoughts and feelings, both positive and negative, knowing your ethics and core values, like where are your limits, right? Um, Positive self-talk, and then also how self-trust looks internally is realizing your own personal energy limits. So we all have energy drainers and energy gainers. That's really hard to say, by the way. (laughs) Energy drainers and energy gainers. And it is so important to know how much energy you have, how much energy you're putting out there. Um, And I'm not talking about the woo-woo energy. I'm talking about like your actual, how much effort you have in your life, how much um, motivation there is, and knowing what your limits are. So now externally, self-trust looks like expressing yourself openly and honestly. So it would look like me being honest when I feel like a certain way and saying it and just saying it how it is, right? Um, It also is doing what you say you're going to do as much as you reasonably can. What is one of my biggest pet peeves is um, being late. And when there is a certain time, in my mind, that is the time that someone should be there, right? Um, But I know that things come up. I know that kids get sick or there's traffic or whatever. And all you, you know, you could do all of the things, leave early, all of that. But sometimes it just doesn't happen. So again, extending grace and just being reasonable about the expectations. And another way that self-trust shows up in our life externally is going after your dreams without letting yourself or others stop you, right? When you trust yourself, you're not going to let anyone get in the way. Now, it's important to have advisors in your life and like people speaking into you, but those are your close-knit people. And if they are like cheering you on and there's other people that are trying to distract you, trust yourself, trust the process, and keep going. 
So on the flip side, I want to break it down on what not having self-trust looks like because I really feel like it's important to evaluate and look at concepts like from all different angles because sometimes those can just make it so much easier to like really understand and conceptualize. So um, not having self-trust looks like this. Um, It can, well, it can feel, feel like this too. So it can feel like no matter how hard you're trying, you are not a good enough person or good enough at the basic things that you do on a regular basis. You are overly critical and use guilt and shame to punish yourself, hoping you'll do it differently next time because of the depth of shame you feel. This is something that I regularly have to um, combat because I'm a type one on the Enneagram and I have a very loud inner critic in my mind. And so I have to constantly battle that um, that voice telling me that I should feel guilty or ashamed about what I did. Uh, so you may find yourself unable to make most decisions without some input from others. And when you do make decisions, you're terrified it's the wrong one and that you'll disappoint everyone. Um, you may also listen and follow advice of society and the current loud voices in social media without even questioning whether or not it benefits you. And lastly, you don't show up as yourself or may even have forgotten who you are. You'd like to be authentic, but you don't know what that even looks like anymore. Now, this is definitely like a dramatized version and very few people experience all of this at one point in time. However, we can all work on building our self-trust and all of us kind of has bits and pieces in our life. So we can work on that, right? Self-trust is a muscle that should regularly be worked on so it doesn't get weak and we can find ourselves. um, in that weakened version, like we don't, we don't want to get to that place. So self-trust doesn't just happen again. Um, that's why there's exercises, just like there's exercises for your muscles. There's like exercises that we can do to build that self-trust. So let's dive into some of those exercises that help you create edits in your life to build self-trust. So the first one is to have compassion for yourself. What does this exercise look like? Um, Just being kind to yourself. If you realize you've got that loud, critical voice in your head like I do, start combating it with nice things to say. When you mess up, like don't avoid or criticize. Just acknowledge and decide what you'll do different next. And then give yourself a positive pep talk, then move on. There is no benefit in ruminating. Uh, The second exercise is to start small with new endeavors. Many times we jump in feet first to new ideas and ventures without being realistic about our energy levels and everything else we have going on. So give yourself permission to start small and build up. I really like to say when you make those small little edits in your life, they really do add up to big results. So the third way is to take care of yourself. Your mind, your body, and your soul deserve to be well cared for. Um, If we are being harsh to ourselves by what we say and not nourishing our bodies and withholding soul care, why would we trust ourselves? We would have to protect ourselves from ourselves. So we must take care of it just to build that trust like we would with anyone that we loved. So another thing that we can do to build self-trust is to embrace vulnerability. Um, Trust me, this is probably my least favorite way to build trust. Um, self-trust because I am not a person that likes to be vulnerable. I like to be strong. I like to have it together. But I have found that when I am vulnerable, meaning I'm just like honest with what I'm thinking, what I'm feeling, where I'm at, and I share it with someone, 
I realize that I am able to um, be authentic and build stronger relationships and truer connections. And that just feels so much better. And when other people are trusting you and you're trusting you, it just really adds to that muscle building. Now, the fifth exercise to help build self-trust is by holding true to your personal boundaries. You see, boundaries communicate to others what you accept into your life and what you don't. So to have boundaries is to be very decisive about what you value. And again, one of the the opposites of self-trust is that you're indecisive. So being decisive and knowing what you stand for and knowing what you wanna allow into your life is gonna help you build that self-trust. So the sixth way is creating time to listen to your thoughts and explore your feelings. Looking inward is important for so many reasons. And I'm going to make a bold statement here, and you can totally disagree with me, um, but I really believe this, that the only way to look inward is to have time alone. Um, If it's been a minute since you've had time alone, I would actually argue that you haven't looked inward and you probably feel a little unsettled in some way. You don't have to spend hours and hours by yourself at least just start with 20 minutes. And I know it can seem like an impossible task when you've got kids and a job and a significant other or you know people that depend on you, your animals to take care of. But when you are just by yourself and nobody needs anything from you, meaning your energy isn't you know outflowing, you are like sustaining it, then you're able to use that energy to look inward. And your self-trust is worth it. And the people that rely on you They're worth you taking the time to look inward and to know what's going on in your head and what's in your heart. Because how are you supposed to show up and be authentic and have boundaries and be vulnerable and take care of yourself if you're ignoring what's really going on inside of you? So the next um, exercise to building self-trust is practicing saying and doing things that express what you think and who you are. I am a natural people pleaser, so I have to be very aware of my own self-censoring. And self-censoring is a great tool to use occasionally, and it comes in very handy in a lot of different ways, but not all the time. Uh, Self-censoring actually prevents us from showing up as our true self and hides aspects that we're afraid will be rejected or criticized. So this is really just an exercise, being able to help lean into that vulnerability, lean into that authentic woman, that authentic man, that authentic person you are. Now, the last is accept that you're not always going to act or do everything exactly the way you want. This is all about perfectionism, people which I struggle with constantly. Um, It is really hard to not have things go the way that you think that they're supposed to go, especially when you put so much effort into it. Um, But the more that I found that I'm willing to accept my mistakes and failures, um, number one, increases my authenticity because we all make mistakes and failures, right? Um, But the more compassion I have for myself as well as others. And I also trust myself more to handle things, which decreases my worrying and my anxiety because I know that all I can do is my, you know, I don't like to say all I can do is my best because in my mind, my best is then it'll turn out. But I can do what I'm able to do at that time with the energy that I have and the resources that I have. And however it turns out, I want to have the self-trust that I can figure it out, that I can handle it. So trusting yourself will benefit not only you, but also those around you, your loved ones, even your colleagues. 
So thank you so much for listening. I really hope that this podcast was helpful um, as you were kind of diving into this idea of self-trust. I would absolutely be honored if you would take a minute and subscribe to my podcast. That just helps me out a lot, as well as sharing it with a friend. Um, So just remember, making small edits each day creates big results so you step into your fullest God-given potential. I appreciate your support and listening today, and I hope that you make it an incredible day.